0: You are listening to the Therefore a Geek podcast, episode 46.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore a Geek. I'm Tracy. And I'm Andrew. And today we have joining us for his reprisal of his time with us in March, uh, Mike Kennedy, who is the publisher of Magnetic Press. Um, they got a whole bunch of announcements that they've made this week, and we're going to be chatting about all things Magnetic Press. Hey, Mike, welcome hey, back. Uh, thanks.
0: Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, like we just mentioned, you've got a lot of a uh, lot of lot of announcements, uh, so we'll, I think we'll, we'll we'll start moving through those and let you talk about those.
2: Sure. Yeah, we <laughs> we trying not to pile them up too quick, but it's been we 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 had a pretty quiet couple of months there, so it just all kind of piled up near the holidays. So we're at least trying to spread them out daily.
0: Yeah, so I, I think the f- the first one and probably the biggest one is the Ambassador Club. Yeah, I mean, tell, tell us about. It. I'm, I'm excited about it personally.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it's something that we've been thinking about internally for months. You know, I just wanting to build a you know a community. Of, I mean, we just in our first year and a half, you know, we're still really small, but we've built a really supportive and avid fan base. Like the people who like our stuff. They're just really supportive, and you know they will. they even though our stuff covers all kinds of genres, um, you know they'll pick up everything. So we wanted to just really support that community and build that community into something that was more, um, you know, more of a two way street. You know, giving back to them and and um, supporting them for supporting us. And um, you know, I wanted to build like some sort of a, you know rewards program or you know membership club uh, into our website but the trick was always just trying to figure out the best uh, system or platform to do it on. And then uh, just over the past, like two months, I started really paying more and more attention to, to Patreon. And I've got a bunch of friends who are on Patreon and just looking at the way that it's built and set up, it was almost, almost kismet the way it was all just um, structured the way that we would want to structure our club. So, um, so I put a plan together and, and put all the pieces in place and, uh, we launched it. Uh, well, actually, technically, the first month's um, membership got locked on the first. So, um, so yeah. So it's kind of a it's a it's a cross between a subscription service and a blind box uh, service and a rewards program, all kind of bundled together.
0: Yeah, I, I was noticing that you guys have really almost like a multi tiered. Two two program thing like you mentioned. You got the subscription box kind of deal, mm-hmm. and you've also got the rewards program. And some of the rewards are really pretty substantial. You got forty percent off at the in the store, mm-hmm. free domestic shipping.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, we wanted to. I mean, on, on the surface level, it we wanted this to feel like a subscription service. So when you're when you're joining at any of those tiers, you know, you're getting what you pay for. You know, like we've got the tier of course where you get that month's book. You know, we we put out an average of one book a month. There might be a couple months where we actually get two out on a shelf, but there will be there'll there'll be at least one book hitting shelves per month. So the subscription tier, you're just getting the book. You know, for the most part at cover price with shipping, uh plus you get all these little extra things from the tiers below. Um but, you know, then we also have, you know, we've got a t shirt tier. We've got, you know, an, an original art tier and, you know, uh, signature card tier, you know, we want to offer things that you can't get from stores as well, you know, not to, not to get in the way of retailers, but you know, this is for the fans who really want those little extra exclusive things as well.
0: Well, and you guys have really got it priced to really for kind of any, any budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, you know, when they start in you know, at a couple of bucks and, and, and really work their way up. Yeah. I mean, you can go as low as, low as a dollar a month. Yeah. I think personally, I'm looking at the $26 a month, which is the the one you mentioned, the book a month. Yeah. Uh, again, I mean, I'm I'm I've become a very avid fan of 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 the of the work you guys put out, and so that sounds like a great deal to me.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, it's the well-read ambassador tier. You know, we want it we, we want this to feel like you know we're, one of the things that we're putting together, and we're getting those printed up right now, so that the, you know the members will get them as soon as they get their first boxes. You know, you'll actually get a plastic. Um, ambassador's club card you know kind of like a credit card and it'll have your yeah. you know, your own unique id number and everything so you know as the program grows you know we'll actually take that number into account and you'll get more and more benefits as as the program grows you know and tie it into your your membership you know grow rise in rank and get more rewards and
0: i, I love the fact that the ranks are actual like diplomatic <laughs> right. ranks yeah yeah that that was a nice touch, I thought. Yeah, I
2: wanted it to sound as you know as classy as possible.
0: How I mean, you guys put out classy work, so you know.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it all there's fits some it. of the yeah, there's some of the most beautiful books I've ever seen. I mean, as far as comics go, it's a little bit more like the coffee table book that you're not embarrassed to give grandma for Christmas, as opposed to the graphic novel that goes on your shelf. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, we're, we're really. I mean, in this year, we're you know we are branching out. We did a couple of art books last year, like Vox and um well i guess that was our first real just true art book but we've got a couple more of those coming out like angelarium is coming out in uh january i don't know if you ever saw wayne barlow's inferno but um it's kind of like a companion piece to that but you know it's all of the uh it's it's a character uh traveling through the tree of life so that's 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 another just coffee table book which is beautiful artwork but a story involved and then we've got um uh a book coming out in March called Robot Envy, which is just a 256 page hardcover volume of just amazing robot art from like 60 different artists from around the world. So, Mm. you know, I think.
1: I was going to say, you've just named two books that appeal to the two of us. I am super stoked about the Angelarium. I've been looking at this ever since you started releasing the first sort of teaser art. And then, um, and the robot art is something that I know Andrew will absolutely love. Yeah. Uh, so you've sort of captured both ends of the spectrum of uh, geek fans.
2: Yeah, and and not to try to draw a pun out of what you just said, but I think we want to, you know, we wouldn't mind kind of being like the spectrum of uh, graphic novels, you know, or you know, ballistic media, you know, that with, with all of their fine art books, um, you know, we want to we want to kind of find a middle ground between our our graphic novel comic crowd. And just that cool concept art, beautiful, inspiring collection of just still images. You know, there's so many great artists out there who, you know, they focus on, you know, film or video game and concept artwork, but it's just, it's still stunning. And even if it's a single piece of art, it still tells a story, you know. Yeah, definitely.
1: I was going to say, too, what this Ambassadors Club reminds me the most of, especially at the level of uh, receiving the book a month. Is um that box that you guys and this was you talked about this the last time you were on the Therefore I Geek podcast. Um how much how how well that box of um of books that you sent out to publishers and and press, um, mm-hmm. media, that kind of thing, how well that did for you? And this kind of sounds like the same thing only at an individual level.
2: Oh, you're talking about the uh yeah, that um the retailers kit that we sent out. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, the thing is that was just, that was just an envelope with a tiny little floppy catalog and a couple of posters. Um, and it was intended for retailers. Like even the posters were, you know, meant to be hung in store windows more than, you know, on somebody's wall. But um, it's kind of like that. The only difference is in this particular case, you know, we're really making these things for the consumers, for the fans. You know, the the posters are things that, you know, will we'll, they're not sales posters. They're just cool Graphic designy, you know, decor pieces. I mean, some of these I'm laying them out right now, getting ready to shoot them off to the printer. But some of them are like, they might look nice in a frame. I mean, I don't know how many people are apt to frame posters, but you know, these are these are more these are more pieces of art, and not so much pieces of marketing. I mean, they will market the titles because they do tie into the titles. But you know, we want them to just feel like pieces of art.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. Collectors items.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even the bookmarks. Like, I just got done laying out all the bookmarks. And, you know, th- we did some bookmarks for San Diego Comic-Con last year, where, you know, on the back, it tells all about the book and where you can mm-hmm. find it, and the ISBN number. But that's marketing. Like, the bookmarks that we're printing up for this, they're nice, thick cardstock, rounded corners, but it's just beautiful, full-color images on both sides. And then we're actually foil stamping our logo on the front of each one. So... So those will be like you know those will be nice little um, designer postcards or, or bookmarks.
0: Yeah, the 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 foil stamps are actually it's one of the the, the little touches I love the most that you guys do because I know you do them on, on a number of the back of the books too. Yeah,
2: yeah, we've we've we did that for our first year and for most of the second year. Um, we've kind of we've stopped uh, we've stopped doing it with every single title, but um, but it is a nice touch. I mean it. it it, it we they all have to be applied by hand, so it gets to be it gets to be a lot Oof. to remember. But it is it, it's also something that makes buying directly from our web store an exclusive perk. You know, rather than buying it in, in a bookstore, you're not going to get it with the foil stamp. But when you buy it from us, you know, it'll just have that extra little shiny touch in the corner.
0: A little bit, a little bit more special. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Yeah. the The next announcement that you guys put out was the announcement of Magnetic Tuesdays on oh. or, uh, Google, Google Tuesdays. Tuesdays yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, that's, um. I mean, we, we've we been putting our stuff out on Comixology for quite a while now. Um, but it's, just you know, it just occurred to us, hey, there's a whole other platform out there. There's a whole other set of devices with a whole other audience. And, um, you know, actually Google came to us and they were like, hey, what? Uh, We're trying to build up our graphic novel section. Apparently, they're also in the the midst of redesigning their graphic novel storefront. So I I think they're supposed to roll that out in the next month or two. So they really wanted to build it up so that it's more organized. And um, yeah, at that point, it just made perfect sense. I mean, we've got so much great material that, you know, let's get it on as many devices as we can.
0: Yeah. So are you guys looking to do do some sales along with that, or?
2: Yeah, I mean, basically, we're we're gonna roll out. Uh, I mean, to be perfectly honest, most of the stuff that we're putting out on on Google is already available on Comixology. and you know, I'm not worried about one cannibalizing the other. You know, because most of the users they just prefer one device or storefront over the other. So this this right. gives us a new you know, six month runway of, of weekly releases, uh, which, which we're putting out on Tuesday since Google Tuesdays. And it just gives us a nice weekly, uh, you know, set of fireworks to shoot off. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. And then obviously the, the, the final one, obviously, but the final one is Golem, which is going to be a digital first on Comixology. Yeah,
2: actually it came out, uh, issue one came out yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's, some um, I'm really excited about this one. This was something that uh, came by the stand at Angoulême last year. And uh, Mm -hmm. just, I mean, I just immediately looked at that and I'm like, yes, yes, we have to do that instantly. (laughs) I had to, I had to fight off other publishers with a stick to make sure we got it. But um, it's, it's an amazing book. I mean, besides the fact that uh, Lorenzo Elorenzi is just an amazing artist and versatile artist. He goes from line art that's, like, really beautiful water manga-esque stuff to just, like, fully painted, like, almost oil paint washes and stuff. I mean, he's such a versatile artist, but he tells a deep story. I mean, it's great. It's full of action. It's very much like a... I would compare it to Akira, except there's very little actual similarities. Um, but it, right. it is kind of... I, I mean, I would have to say it's kind of like... Uh, modern european
0: akira yeah i mean just looking at the art here um i don't know if you're familiar with the esad Rubik's run on thor god of thunder mm. but it's got a, it's got a very similar feel i mean he's also doing um marvel's secret wars right now yeah. but it's got a very similar feel in terms of the such a delicate line weight but yeah. so much so expressive
2: yeah yeah like when i first saw when i first saw the artwork uh, the first thing that came to mind was uh, Josh Middleton. yeah, like so many of these panels just feel like stuff that Josh Middleton uh, also evokes. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just beautiful stuff. and um, yeah. and he's been great to uh-huh. work with. Uh, so he's um, you know, he's helping us out with our promotional material. He's doing all kinds of uh, all kinds of supportive design work, and he fits so many. The thing is, it's the story—it's not just the surface-level Akira kind of action coming-of-age story. He's got so much symbolism and metaphor <laughs> hidden in each and every panel that um, it's almost like a little puzzle. So we've, we've we put in a uh, a back matter section that kind of explains some of this hidden symbology. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's—I mean—he's pretty deep. I mean, there were there were a couple of design uh, things that you know I proposed. Um, but then he came back and he explained why he didn't think it would work, but then he would back it up with this really long, you know, explanation for why this particular metaphor works better if we do it this other way. And so he's not only is he a great artist, but he's he's a pretty deep thinker, too. It's it's exciting to kind of introduce this to
1: the yeah. thing. So there's yeah. Is is there going to be six issues or seven?
2: Uh, I think uh, the digital chapter. So basically, it's, it's gonna it's a 280 page uh, graphic novel that we're putting out. It should hit uh, stores um, into late February, um, and we're breaking it into actually I want to say eight issues on Comixology. So I think the first two, possibly three, will be released before the print version. So those will be digital first.
0: I'm looking forward to, to checking out the book. I'll, I'll probably I don't know I'll, I'll debate on whether or not to do uh, to do the the digital first. I'll probably I'll probably wait for the the, the soft cover to come out though.
1: Speaking of hard covers, um, I just read through Love the Fox, and you had talked about this on our last podcast as well. Um, yeah. The Love books. So I I'm trying to think. I'm I thought that all three were out already, but do you have one more planned?
2: Yeah. So, love the I uh, love the lion.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed the fox one. Um, the twist, uh, without spoilers, is just a big surprise to me because I didn't. I really did. I I can't say much because I don't want to spoil it. But it really right. caught me off guard. I was not expecting that at all.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I me mean, too. Especially after if you, I mean, if you did read Tiger first and you were kind of expecting that sort of narrative arc, you know, Tiger's got yeah. Tiger head with too. But, you know, it's a little bit more of a, I don't know, diabolical twist. Eh, eh, maybe not diabolical. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's a little bit more of a a mature chuckle at the end. Yes. Uh, This one, similar kind of twist, but it's... It's so sweet. Yeah, it's so say, sweet. It's yeah, like it's just like heart-
1: so heartwarming. Yeah. yeah. I was
2: say heartwarming, but I didn't. Want, I, I wasn't sure if that would be too spoilery. But still, yeah. And you know, Lion has one too. But I'm not. I, you know, we can talk about that when that book comes out. But that's the that's the best thing about the series is, even though there's no words in it, the story, they they have such impact. I mean, they very are very clear. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they they stick with you. I mean, they're just they're, the the story is just really there is there is emotionally involving as you know anything else on the show
1: well and um i'm a big fan of david peterson's mouse guard books yeah um and that's something i've been collecting them little by little and having him sign them when i see him at events and stuff um for my nephews who are both three so they're way too young for it right and then i'm thinking this is i mean it's it's not exactly the same of course I, i couldn't even compare them really except the fact that you know they're animals and of course his are more um anthropomorphized, yeah. um, they're, they're basically people, you know, in, in right. mouse skins, but um, which is absolutely not the case with the love books. Right. Um, but still for someone who grew up on Ranger Rick and Big Backyard right. and all those, you know, those little magazines, um, yeah. it was really great. It, I loved it, I well, loved yeah. it.
2: And those Disney documentaries, you know, where it'll that be too. Like, yep. footage, but you know, the narrator paints a story as he's talking through the footage. And even if that's not what's actually happening, in actual (laughs) real life they make it a story somehow you know and the magic of editing and narration
1: the i I, one other thing that i was going to mention is that um a lot of your i mean we've talked before about the fact that most of these books are written in french or um they come from europe and then they come to the u.s but i saw magnetic copies of english versions of zaya and um oh and the names completely escape me now um Mecca, mm-hmm. while I was in the Netherlands in a comic yeah. book store. Yeah. So it's it's made its way all the way across the Atlantic and
2: then back. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, it, it, it was the same case uh, while I was at Archaea is, you know, we'll do such nice quality production and design work that eh, more often than not, the original publishers or the original creators would be, you know, we like your edition better. <laughs> <laughs> and so a lot of the stores will... I mean, and and, I mean, there's also a really strong English language population around the world. I mean, our books are available worldwide, but, you know, in India and in China, I mean, they're they're buying our English editions. And that's that's pretty cool.
1: They are beautiful. And that's a huge compliment to for the artist to say that they prefer your version.
2: Yeah. Well, and, you know, the thing is, is even though most of our titles were originally uh, brought over from France since, those books have gone back out in the other direction and people are starting to see us in other countries. I'm, we're actually doing quite a few um, like Italian books. Like Vox was an Italian artist. Uh, Gollum is from Italy. We're talking to the same uh, publishers who originally put out Gollum about another series. Um, I'm talking to, I won't mention any names just because we haven't signed anything yet, but there's a, a Spanish artist with a Spanish book that he's already released that is really beautiful um so we're, we're starting to spread out we were kind of we started french and now we're going a little bit more global
1: that's fantastic
2: yeah
0: so mike do you have any uh any releases obviously you mentioned the one you, you can't really talk about but do you have any any really upcoming releases that you, want to, you do want to talk about uh, that we haven't mentioned already.
2: Well, uh, let's see. I mean, so Gollum definitely is coming out in February. Angelarium is coming out in January. Um, sorry, hold on one second. Uh, just trying to pull up my schedule while I'm sitting here. Um, why can't I find it? There we go. Um, yeah, so actually we haven't... Um, I, I guess we, we've teased it. Like we teased it at San Diego, um, and a little bit in our white and our year two stuff. But um, Claw by Ozanam and Joel we will be putting that out next spring. We'll we'll do a little bit more of a formal announcement with more uh, more of a reveal. Probably, if not next month, then uh, probably in, in, in mid to late January. But that's that's going to be a really fun one. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Joel Jurian's artwork, but You know, once again, he's one of those guys where it's just breathtaking stuff. I'm kind of surprised that he's not already super well-known over here. And then there's another one. I need to sign the contract, but I'm going to go ahead and mention there's this uh, book by Mickey Montlow and um, oh my god, I'm embarrassed because I can't remember his name now, but um, it's another another series from France and it just has this really fantastic animated feel to it. It, It's kind of like a like i don't know if you remember the heavy metal uh the original heavy metal animated feature that came out in the 70s it's got that flavor to it but with a really crisp super dynamic modern animated look to it and i'm I'm pretty excited about that probably coming out in july
0: and Uh, sounds awesome yeah
2: so i mean yeah we 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 do have a couple things coming up they're just a little bit too early to, to to mention by name or put them into months but um But yeah, those will be fun. I'm also talking with Fred and Fed from the Love series. They've got a series of um, kids' books. I I mean, I guess they are admittedly aimed more for children, but it has very much a love-like feel to it, where basically they're they're 32-page, 10-by-10 square books, um, and they all feature beautifully illustrated watercolor animals, um, but in a little bit more of a kid-friendly presentation so we're talking about how we can put those out on a schedule next year as well
1: that sounds like a really full year three
2: yeah 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 it's already looking pretty full and we've got um things just keep having to get shuffled over to the uh to the waiting list and onto the back burner the back burner is getting crowded
1: <laughs> so how would you compare how you felt in march um, with all of these projects just just hitting shelves and then all these projects that you were releasing over the summer and into the fall from the way that you feel now, um, almost a year later?
2: Yeah, well, you know, actually, now I'm feeling... I, I, I'm more excited now because I think the titles that are just over the horizon are really, really exciting. Um, I, I, complete transparency, this... Our Q2 and Q3 were relatively light. I mean, we were supposed to have more titles come out, but between there were, like, shipping issues, We've had, we had a couple issues with, um, with printing errors, and, I mean, there were just a lot of things that kind of got in the way. So we actually, if you look back at our schedule, we actually didn't put out as much as we had hoped uh, in 2015. Um, there were, you know, there were about six months there where we only had a couple of... You know the single issues of Poet Anderson, which were great, mm-hmm. um, but yes, very much. So. Yeah, but we didn't have a whole lot of books come out for about six months there. Um, for like I said, for a number of reasons. Um, but we're 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 past that now, and we do have books coming out on a fairly regular schedule. You know, we just put out um, like Glance Backwards, which was supposed to come out back in uh, May, finally came out last month. Fox came out the month before that. Poet's coming out. Actually, Poet will hit the hardcover hits shelves next Wednesday, Um, and then we've got Angelarium in January, Gollum in February, Robot Envy in March. Um, In April, we're going to be releasing our tabletop game, uh, the the World of Casino. That's the one. I was going to
1: ask about that because we talked about that last time too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got it, and it's been available since uh, July in our web store, but. You know, it's being a being a tabletop game. uh, It required slightly different distribution agreements, but we worked Ah. stuff out with Diamond so that we will actually put it out into stores uh, in April uh, through our Diamond account. That's great. Yep. So yeah. So now we're looking at a pretty solid monthly schedule moving forward. Um, So so that I'm a lot more excited than I probably was in March. I don't remember how. I don't remember what my mindset was in March, but I'm excited now for what <laughs> that's worth.
0: Now, as a pure, pure speculation here, but do you think we'll see more set set in the world of casino from, uh, uh, ben uh ben, ben yeah.
2: Galen. Uh, you know, I hope to, I mean the whole point of building the original point of doing that Kickstarter was quite honestly to get him, uh, a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say attention, but to, to, to put him in front of the U.S. audience um, at a time when, you know, he was really, he was, he was just about breaking the cusp of of familiarity here, you know, with Naja and Mecca. And then Lumine came out about the same time that we were doing the campaign. And um, all of that together is really what I think put him on the map. I mean, he's been doing Batgirl stuff lately he's got a, a new regular series that hasn't been announced yet that I can't talk about but he's been you know Teen Titans covers and you know he's mm-hmm. been doing the all new Wolverine covers and you know he's just been he's, he's just been killing it you know ever since those books came out so so that's great so the, while the original idea of doing the casino Kickstarter was more to kind of make a splash at that moment it uh, turned into its whole own universe and ip and there's a billion stories that we could tell there i don't know if he'll have the time to tell them because he's so busy but you know i certainly want to keep exploring that world and you know keep adding more games to the box set the box the box set comes with rules for seven different card games that you can play with the cards
0: very nice yeah I'm, i'm i'm excited uh looking forward to a lot of these a lot of these titles we've been talking about Mike, once again, uh, you know, thanks for coming back hey, and uh, we had a really good time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thanks. And, and, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on the new stuff. Once I can mention titles and talk about dates, then, uh, we can catch up again.
0: Please do. Yeah. Awesome. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, definitely be excited to, to have you back on again. Cool. So. Sounds great. Obviously you can find us at thereforeageek.com. You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter as Therefore I geek. Tracy is at Mary Eyes. And you can find this podcast, another podcast like it, on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, give us a rating. You help us uh, help us get our, get ourselves out there. So once again, I'm Andrew, and I'm Tracy, and you've been listening to Therefore I Geek.